Did you face the clutter challenge? And we're also going to talk about um, boring football dynasties and uh, an awful person that my wife encountered in the Byerly, Byerly's parking lot today. All on the podcast. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. Let's get started. Music. Hey, it's Dave, and thanks for downloading and listening to the podcast. Uh, I was listening back to an old episode. I just randomly chose an old episode from about two years ago to listen to. And uh, I thought, you know, I say the name of the podcast an awful lot, which is really conspicuous because it's a name that's really long. So I look back and I'm like, well, how can I make the podcast better? So I'm going to try to say the name a little less frequently and uh, also try to work some different things in the podcast so it doesn't, I, I've always worried that it sounds kind of preachy because I don't want you to listen to the podcast and think, well, Dave's telling me how to live my life. That's not the idea of the podcast is to share life experiences and see what we can learn from each other. Hey, um, uh, boring football dynasties. I just got done watching the end of the Kansas City Patriots game, and the only time that I watch NFL football anymore is during the playoffs. And I really wanted Kansas City to win because Kansas City has not been to the Super Bowl since 19, I want to say 70, when they beat the Vikings. That's how long ago that was. It's the only time that Kansas City has ever been to the Super Bowl. And of course, New England. Uh, listen, all due respect, I get it. They're a great team. They run so well, blah, blah, blah. Bill Belichick is a genius. I get it. Boring. They've been in the Super Bowl, what, now three years in a row? They're always in the playoffs. I'm not a New England fan. I don't care about New England. It's just like I don't care about certain movies and I don't care about certain celebrities. Why would I want to watch a movie with Gwyneth Paltrow every week when I don't really care about Gwyneth Paltrow? That's maybe not the best analogy, but when people say, oh, you can't hate on the Patriots, it's like, I don't hate on the Patriots. I just don't find them interesting. Um, I'm going to name teams that uh, should not exist in the NFL. Um, Patriots, they have a right to exist. Titans, no, no, they don't deserve to exist. Uh, the Houston Texans, no. Any team that changes their city every couple of years, uh, the Raiders, the Rams, mm, not really interested. Uh, the Ravens, not really interested. Uh, the Panthers, not really interested. Anyway... Somebody said years ago, there's nothing more boring than a dynasty. And that's kind of how I feel about the uh, Patriots. Back in the day, it was the Cowboys. Um, uh, back in the 90s, it was the 49ers, who were terrible this year. But um, So I was doing the podcast a little while ago, and Susan pokes her head in the studio, and she says, they just went into overtime. So I went down to watch it, and I'm like, Bleh. So anyway, speaking of my wife, Susan... Interesting little story. She's in Byerly's tonight, at the Byerly's parking lot tonight. And there was a guy who pulled in crooked into his parking space, and he had to back up to, to get in straighter. So my wife was behind him, waiting to pull in the spot next to him. And so he wouldn't back up because he thought she was in the way. And so she backed up and honked a little bit. So, you know, so he would think, oh, well, you have room. And, and honking apparently offended this asshole because he parked my wife parked, he got out of his car, came over and banged on her window and said, why are you honking at me in the Byerly's park? Why are you honking at me? You didn't need to honk at me. And she said, I was only honking to say, hey, you know, you weren't backing up. I gave you a little room. Go ahead and back up. That was, I guess, a signal for you to back up. And the guy was just a total dick. And I thought, you know, I hope you're proud of yourself for intimidating a woman in the Byerly's parking lot. 
Could he have been pissed because somebody honked at him? Yes, I suppose so. But would you ever get out of your car and go and bang on a woman's window or anybody's window? I bet he wouldn't have done it if it was a man. So, uh, yes, even in 2019, there are guys who act that way. So she was very upset. She called me from inside Byerly's and her voice was shaking. All because of some asshole that thought he had to prove what a big man he was. Don't honk at me. So, anyway, parking lot rage. Um, We're going back to the clutter challenge which we talked about on the podcast last week. Everybody in the world is talking about decluttering. And uh, we have spent a lot of time this weekend decluttering and the last couple of weeks decluttering. And I went through two big boxes of pictures and crap that have followed me since I was 21 years old. Uh, Pictures and souvenirs and crap and old radio tapes, because everything used to be on a cassette tape. Remember cassette tapes? Uh, a big box of, you know, cards from, you know, friends and pictures that people had given me and family pictures and radio pictures. And this box was always the holy grail of boxes of photos. And I went through it today and I threw out 90% of it and got rid of old vacation photos of Mount Rushmore. Do I need a picture of Mount Rushmore? No. I don't need a picture of Mount Rushmore. Did I save pictures of Allison standing in front of Mount Rushmore and Beth in front of Mount Rushmore and my kids? Yeah, you bet I did. But I threw away so much. I went through picture by picture, probably through a thousand pictures and made a big giant heap of junk and threw it all away. So I challenged people who listen to the podcast like yourself to do the clutter challenge and take a before picture and an after picture of something cluttered in your house, whether it's a shelf or a drawer, or a room, and everybody whose name I'm about to say wins a copy of my book. So if you hear this, number one, just send me an email with your address to uh, Ryan, uh, Dave Ryan at kwb.com, and I will mail you a copy of my book. And if by some chance you, you know, people who won but don't hear it on the podcast, maybe they don't listen this week, um, then um, I will go back through and I will tell everybody who did the clutter challenge, hey, uh, send me your address and I will get you a copy of my book, which is called, ah, I'm not going to say it. Okay. Um, uh, Clutter challenge. It's all the rage right now. Just decluttering. Um, there's the show that everybody's talking about tidying up and Fallon had somebody come by who's like, you know, just a genius at decluttering and, uh, you know, showed her how to fold shirts so you can see what the shirt is because the way we all fold shirts, like souvenir shirts, let's say we go to Mount Rushmore or we go to the, you know, whatever the, um, I don't know, Maroon 5 concert and we buy a t-shirt Well, we stack all the shirts on top of each other in an untidy pile and then we never know what shirts are under there. So I guess she teaches you a way to fold shirts so you can actually see what's on the shirt. I guess the problem with that is got to keep doing it. You can't just do it once. You've got to fold your shirt that way every time and stay with it. Because every time we, we clean something up, I clean my closet, then the next time I do laundry and I put shirts in there, I pile them up, and then pretty soon it turns, it turns into another big mess. So it's I guess it's an ongoing thing. But you know what? you got to start somewhere. So uh, throw things away, give things away. Um, You know, I found things that I'm a little worse than Susan that I just can't give away. I found a very, very primitive 
analog computer toy that my dad got when he used to sell encyclopedias. And it was from uh, World Book Encyclopedia. And it was an analog game, kind of a computer. And when I was a kid, it was really fun. It was really cool. And uh, I won't try to explain how it works, but it would ask you a question. You would write in your answer, and then you would spin it to see whether you were right or not. And it was really cool. And I found it in the basement. And Susan said, throw it away. You'll never use it again. I said, you're right. I'll never use it again. But I've had that in my family since I was a kid and my dad got it for us kids and I just feel bad throwing it away. She says, you'll never touch it again. Does it bring you joy? And I said, don't give me this does it bring you joy crap, kind of tongue in cheek. I know that's a valid question. I says it does give me a little joy just knowing that a little piece of my past is down in the basement even if I never look at it again. So I will put a little caveat on that and say, hey, if it brings you some sort of joy, it's okay. Keep it. But boy, it does feel good to throw things out. Uh, here are the winners of the Clutter Challenge. Marie Hansen, uh, also um, Sharing Simplicity. That's her name. Uh, she did a before and after of the kitchen cupboard, which looks really great. Uh, Vanessa Peterson, you did the bathroom counter before and after. Uh, you can see all of these on the Facebook page. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. Nicole tells a funny story. She says, I'm always cleaning like this. My husband jokes that he's going to wake up one morning with a for sale sign on his forehead. I sold his alarm clock a few years ago, and he came home from work, and he said, hey, where's our alarm clock? I'm like, oh, I sold it today because I could, and why not? And he went out and bought another one. Who would buy an alarm clock, I have to ask you? Uh, Leanne Valsvik used to work with her. She posted, I went to Goodwill today with a car full and I didn't take a before picture. Damn. Um, Amanda Heinel, uh, she also wins. Again, if you hear your name, um, then send me an email with your address. No, mail you copy my book. Uh, another one. Oh, that's my cousin, Brad Thomas. Um, he did not do it, but apparently he listens to the podcast. Thank you, Brad. Uh, Jessica Morgan. And she says she spent two hours decluttering a closet. Uh, here's Katie Bourne, before and after of my baby's closet. Stacy um, uh, Gillespie um, uh, decluttered her son's room. And a couple of more here. Um, Rebecca Hoy did the kitchen junk drawer. And Brooke DeWall did um, the clutter challenge too. Jennifer Peterson, send me an email. Because uh, she did her bedroom closet. Big difference in that one. And then Shannon Timmer uh, did a big shelf slash cabinet. And Erin uh, Elizabeth did, it uh, looks like a uh, sock drawer. So anyway, hey, start small. Do something small. Just do a drawer. Your kitchen drunk junk drawer is a great place to start. You know is another good place? The drawer with all your cords and cables. If you have like an original iPod or an original iPad with that big fat charging um, uh, connector. Do you need those connectors anymore? I still had some in my drawer and I cleaned them out and got rid of them. So that is it for the clutter challenge. Good job. Keep it up. Thank you very much for sending the pictures. And again, you can post those on the website. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. Okay. Other things um, I noticed today. I was on Instagram, and I put a couple of Instagram, and, and again, this is a story that I hope will help you, um, not just me just telling a random dumb story. Um, I was on Instagram today, and I was having Carson show me how to do an Insta story, and I kind of know what it is, but I'm like, Carson, give me some tips. So he spent a lot of time 
showing me different tips on how to do an Insta story and how I can do a poll and how I can do a question and how I can post replies and things like that. Because, you know, part of our job is doing social media and we got to stay active social media and, and I enjoy a lot of it. But really what I noticed was that the more little bells and whistles I put on my Instagram, the more time it sucked out of my day. It is 9.30 at night on Sunday night, right before MLK Day. And I'm just now getting to the podcast, which I usually do on Sunday afternoon, but I just didn't have time. Well, the playoffs for one reason. But, um, but so my thing is, the more you put bells and whistles and things on your, on your Instagram and your social media, the more you're tempted to check back to see how you did. So one of the ways that I think that we can stay off of social media a little bit is um, uh, number one, willpower. And number two, just don't put as many little things for people to interact with. Because the more they interact, the more you check. And the more you check, the more time you spend on that. So thank you, Carson, for showing me how to do the Insta story and all that stuff. Um, and I'll probably do a little bit more, but I'm not going to go crazy with it. A uh, couple of other things. Uh, it's going to be kind of a shorter podcast today, uh, only because it's kind of late. Um, there's a couple of things that I wanted to tell you about. Um, first of all, um, I watched a great movie. Do you remember the Fire Music Festival about two years ago? I think it was in 2017. And everybody blamed it on Ja Rule, but... It turned out that Ja Rule had some blame in this, but the main guy was like a con artist who had been conning people his entire life. And it's really interesting because the Fire Festival was supposed to take place on an island in the Bahamas with the biggest acts in music, and it was supposed to be ultra, ultra luxurious. Remember that one? And when people got there, they realized there was no luxury. No bands came. The luxurious homes they were supposed to stay in were like FEMA shelters, FEMA uh, uh, temporary tents. And they got there and there was no food. There was no booze. There was no water. The bathrooms were disgusting. The showers were disgusting. And there was no music. And they posted pictures of their gourmet food which was a styrofoam container of a couple of pieces of bread, some lettuce, a tomato, and a slice of cheese. Do you remember that? You've got to watch a movie on Hulu. Just search Fire Festival, F-Y-R-E Festival. And it's just such an amazing debacle of how this guy was, he would have these ideas, these grandiose ideas and everybody would say, you can't make this happen. There's no infrastructure on this island. There's no way you can make all this happen. And he just didn't care. He just went ahead with it anyway. And scammed people out of, I think, $26 million. And then he went to prison, I want to say, for six years. And Ja Rule was found somewhat culpable in this, but didn't get any jail time. Um, ja Rule was more you know, hired to, be, to put credibility into it. But these rich kids would spend tens or in some cases more than a hundred thousand dollars to go to this fire festival and they totally got conned so if you're looking for an interesting movie a documentary about music social media how messages spread with social media the power of social media influencers because i think they paid kylie jenner money to endorse this and and that got a lot of people turned onto this. And, and it's just amazing how greed and social media and wealthy people all coming together 
made this such a debacle. Fire Festival, F-Y-R-E. Check it out. Uh, other movies that I watched this weekend, uh, we watched these movies that Carson recommends on Netflix. And Friday night, he did not recommend this one, and I see why. It's called He's Out There. And it's about this mom with her two daughters that goes to stay at a vacation home. And, uh, you know, the dad can't make it. He's got a work project. He's going to be there later. So uh, they drive miles and miles, hours and hours away to this cabin by the lake. And uh, it turns out there's a Jason Friday the 13th-like killer that wants to go after them. This movie was terrible. Terrible because the entire movie, starting about 15 minutes in, was all tension. No breaks in the tension, just all constantly tension which might have been the director or producer's idea, like, hey, this one's going to be terrible, called He's Out There, Don't Bother. However, last night, we found one on Netflix called Deadly Switch, and it's about a family that loses their teenage daughter in a car accident. So eventually, their surviving daughter finds somebody at college that looks just like her, and they persuade her to come to their house for a visit, and they won't let her leave because they're convinced that this is their daughter. And of course it's not. It's just somebody who looks a lot like their daughter. And it's really good and it's got a great ending and it's called Deadly Switch. And I give it two thumbs up. So there's something you can check out. Uh, other things that I wanted to talk about was this is something kind of a personal little story. And um, this is just how paranoid I'll admit it that I can be about when I'm worried that people want something. So last Saturday night, I went to kind of a mini class reunion back in Colorado. Maybe you heard me talking about it. And it was just like five of us. We got together. And there was one guy I've known since kindergarten. And he's always been, you know, kind of a badass troublemaker in a way, but very friendly, nice guy, but I hadn't talked to him since probably our 10-year ten year reunion. So we go to the bar. We have fun. We chat. We catch up on old times. And then at the end of the night, we're like, well, hey, good to see you. And he says, can I get your phone number? And I'm like, uh, I don't really want to give anybody my phone number. But, you know, it's hard not to give somebody their phone number when, they, when, you're, when you're asked for it. So I gave him my phone number. The next morning, the phone rings. And it's him. And I'm like, what could he possibly want? I just saw him last night. I pick up the phone. Hello. He's like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, ah, I'm about to go see my son. We're about to go have lunch. And uh, the phone went dead because of a bad signal, and he never called back. The next day, he calls again and leaves a voicemail. Call me. Like, barks an order, call me. I'm like, listen, I'm a grown-ass man. When somebody barks an order at me to call them, I don't call them back. If you call and say, hey, what's going on? Want to call you? Want to ask you a question? Give me a call. Or I don't even know how I'd call back from then. Um... And then I didn't call him back because you know what I worry about is somebody wants something. Do you ever have that switch that goes on that says, you know what, they want something? Because people have asked me, you know, can I stay at your house? Because you know what, I'm going to lose my house. Can I stay at your house, the Colorado house that sits empty a lot? And I didn't call him back. Then he started Facebook messaging me, Dave, and that's it. And I'm like, what's up? Two days later, he's like, uh, are you still here? No. Why? He's like, oh, I thought we could go grab lunch with some people that we know from school. Oh, so he didn't want anything. But you know what? I get so paranoid sometimes that people want something. And I love to help people out. 
but I want to choose who I'm going to help out. So uh, I don't know. I, I, I tell you that story to see if you're that way sometimes too. Are you really careful about people that you don't know very well? I mean, listen, if my if my daughter or my son-in-law or a cousin called and said, hey, can you give me a call? Well, I'd call them, of course. And if they needed something, I'd probably help them. You know, if they needed, like, Dave, I need to borrow $175 for a, you know, a, a dental procedure. And I've had that call before, and I helped him out. Uh, it was my sister. Um, but from somebody I don't know, I don't know. I just get really weird about that. I don't know. Uh, and finally, um, because I always try to give you something really helpful on the podcast, I found a great article. Uh, and it's called 13, where'd it go? 13 Bad Money Habits That Can Leave You Broke. And it's not my article. So I'm not really, I don't feel right about reading the whole thing, but I'm going to link it on the, um, the Facebook page because I think it's worth looking into. Uh, 13 Bad Money Habits That Can Leave You Broke. And I think we're all guilty of some of these. For example, the first one is your app addiction. In the list of things to waste money on, smartphone apps are a big one. Those $1.99 purchases seem inexpensive enough, but they can snowball, especially if you have kids who are added to the overall purchase price or frequency. How many apps do you have on your phone that you bought that you never use? I have quite a few. Uh, next one. Um, uh, that one's kind of a boring one. Let me go to another one here. Leasing your car. Hey, listen, we all know we can get more car for less money or more car for the money if we lease. But it's such a bad idea. Um, check into it. Talk to people you know and trust. Look at the article. Like I said, I'm going to post it on the Facebook page. But um, it says drop the lease and uh, invest the difference, and you can boost your overall financial scenario. Uh, another one, ignoring your 401k match. I'll give you a couple of more here because, like I said, this is not my article and it's not fair for me to read this article word for word on the podcast because it's a good article. Going out for lunch. They say the average American spends about $20 per week eating out at lunch. Over a year, that adds up to a staggering $1,043. Um, bring a paper bag lunch or bring your little Gladware container of what you had last night um, and make a cup of soup or something for lunch instead. Uh, I'll give you a couple of more here just because I think there's some that I want to pass along to you. Hold on. Um, smoking cigarettes is expensive and bad for you. Listen, nobody smokes anymore. Do you smoke? Not many people smoke anymore. I think that's kind of like we're learning not to smoke. I know that our our kids don't smoke anymore. We used to worry about that. Kids don't smoke anymore either. Uh, not keeping an emergency fund is one. And the last one I'll give you before I let you go find your own is paying for monthly subscription services, especially if you don't use them. Spotify, Pandora, Netflix, Hulu. I hardly ever use my Hulu and I think it's $11 a month and I probably should cancel it, but I found a reason to use it today for that fire festival movie. So just a couple of ways to, uh, to save money. Uh, there's some other really good tips in a book I wrote called Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. Um, working on Volume 2 was writing the first couple of chapters of Volume 2 on the airplane the other day. And uh, um, so I think there's a lot more that I have learned or that I left out of the first book. And like, for example, I'll give you one right off the top of my head. 
Uh, check on your old people. We've talked about this before. I love old people. You know, I, I always say talk to old people. I just have the best time talking to old people. And the conversation starter I always use is like, oh, are you from around here? And a lot of the time they are. And they're like, yep, born here in 1944. Really? And then get them started with like, well, I'll bet you've seen a lot of changes since then. What have you seen change since then? Oh, well. And then they'll give you a couple of fascinating things. Talking to old people at a Boy Scout meeting one time. I found out that he was listening. This old guy, probably 70-something years old, was listening the night that KWB signed on the air in 1959. And he remembered their first song was Blue Suede Shoes. If I didn't talk to old people, I would have never known that. And I think that's really fascinating. So talk to old people, but also check up on your old people. Because you hear stories about some old lady that fell down the stairs and she broke her hip and she could not stand up. And she was found four days later when the neighbors noticed her newspapers were were piling up on her driveway. So check on your old people. If you haven't called grandma or great grandma or maybe your mom in a couple of three days or a week, give them a call. Make sure they're okay. Hey, listen. Um, thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm going to get a hold of um, a winner who wants to do the podcast with me. If you want to do the podcast with me, send me an email again uh, to Dave Ryan at kwb.com. Let me know where you are, what you want to talk about. Let me know what you want to talk about. You know, I'd really like to talk to a millennial and talk about all the things that millennials are worried about and all the things that millennials don't have that their parents have. And all the things that millennials get accused of and blamed for. Because, you know, millennials, they kind of got it rough. And some people laugh at them and say, nah, they don't. They're spoiled. They're snowflakes, whatever. I don't always see it that way. The millennials I know are pretty good people. I know some rotten older people that are baby boomers. And I know some wonderful millennials. So I don't really throw a blanket statement on that. So uh, if you'd like to do the podcast and you're a millennial, send me an email. Dave Ryan at KWB.com. Hey, that's going to wrap it up for the podcast this week. Um, it is MLK Day on Monday. So if you listen to this anytime Sunday or Monday, uh, hey, take a minute and tell your kids what MLK Day is all about. I wonder, I think Carson knows what it's about, but I'm going to take a minute and explain to him about what that was all about and what MLK was all about because I think it's worth knowing about. You know, kids look at history and they go, oh, it's so long ago it doesn't even matter oh no it does it really does have a great week we'll see you next time tell a friend about the podcast especially if they listen to the dave ryan show um just another way to get more of us fallon's podcast is um heartbroken with fallon steve's is murder monday fallon also does um too lame for radio there's a lot of good podcasts out there so thank you for listening we'll see you next time on take a shower show up on time and don't steal anything have a great week Thank you.